Wilder. I'm so excited for this week. Nothing like tell. the Mafia week, you know? It kind <laughs> of is like the it. Mafia week, even though apparently we're not allowed to use the word Mafia. Is, I didn't know that. Why is that? is that? According is that to the offer. Good? It's not in the... It's not in the oh, script. Oh, 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 I gotcha. I gotcha. Well, I know. Who knew? I mean, you know, one of the greatest films ever made. Some people say the greatest film ever made. But before we get into any of this, I just want to ask you, are you watching Candy? I am not watching Candy. I'm not the biggest true crime fan in the world. Okay. Are you a Jessica Biel fan? No. <laughs> I know. You know what? Should I be? You know, it's so funny because I'm not either. And she does these odd roles where it's almost like, you know how you see somebody who's always in an outfit they shouldn't be wearing because it doesn't look good on them. And I feel like if she chose her roles differently, she would have been at the, you know, in a different trajectory in her Mm. acting because I've seen her in a couple of things now and I did watch Candy and I, I actually enjoyed it. It was on five nights in a row on Hulu and they dropped each episode for five nights at midnight. Mm, and so you cool. found yourself really, you know, it was, it was an interesting way to do they it. Created I created a water cooler event. Yeah. I think they're trying to find a template that works, but anyway, yeah. um, I just, I want to put a word out to her, pick something where you don't have to be somebody that is an outfit. Nobody wants to wear. Okay. <laughs> So I just want to put that out, Jessica. I think you have acting chops that are not getting recognized. But moving right along. Um, okay, so we, I didn't even know when we decided to do the two O things, the O movie and the O series, the outfit and the offer. I didn't know that they had similar uh, similar trajectories. Did you? No, but I also, I think... Uh... I think the amount of similarities that makes the offer the offer is totally based on whoever you ask. It's funny. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. But we decided we're going to start with the outfit today. And here's here's the deal. You spend 110 minutes with a cutter. By the way, a cutter is not to be confused with a tailor who's like a burger flipper to the cutter's culinary acumen in the world of tailoring in the 1950s. And we're in his haberdashy for 24 hours. I think it takes place over 24 hours. That's what I gleaned anyway. Never stepping foot outside the shop. Now get this. The, sh- the shop is really dark and you know, like I wanted, I, I kept wanting to say, can anybody turn on, could someone turn on a light? It was really, you know, like, um, and yet I never once wanted to walk out the door the few times it opened to let another thug or one woman, you know, character, there's only one woman in it, but boy, is she interesting. No, there's, there's two. Who's the second one? The, I don't want to say who the second one is, but she's very important. <laughs> Huh. Oh, I, you know, towards I the all- end, she's also one of three black people in the whole oh, movie. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, yes. Uh, well, yes. Okay. Um, anyway, to let one woman character in, but you know, we're not even sure of who the the woman is until the end. But you know, we're not sure of who any of them are. I know. Them. And why? Okay, Mark Rylance. Is there anything that man can't do? But no. you know. I, no, you know, I never could. I do. never took one second off looking at the screen because even when he's not speaking, which is a good chunk of the time, I might add, 
you have to watch him, whether he's sewing, and I don't know if there's a better word for what for sewing in this, but and even when he's not speaking, I just the the minimalism of the set is lit by this man in it and the nuance and the amazing script, which Graham Moore, Ten Things I Hate About You. Well, <laughs> come on. He wrote The Imitation Game. <laughs> okay, but I, I know, but I just have to say he grew up really well. Well, know? Ten Things I Hate About You, I think the TV show. He didn't He didn't work on, it was the TV show, Ten Things I oh, Hate About You. Oh, see, I didn't get, movie. okay, I didn't, yeah. even, I didn't even know that, but uh, okay. No, the movie's famously written and directed by women. Okay, gotcha. Um, okay, Graham so. Graham Moore, I'm, I'm a very big fan of Graham Moore. I think he's a, a phenomenal writer. I think this is his first foray into directing. It is, um, but he also, but writing and directing and good for him. But, but all right, so I, we have to talk about the plot a little bit because it's too hard to do the film without it. I don't always lay out the plot, but. You know, so gangsters are using Mark Rylance's shop for this safe place to, like, exchange information. So who would challenge men coming and going into a men's clothing haberdashery? Which, by the way, was true. The FBI, during that period, did a lot of taping uh, in haberdashery shops like that that gangster people used, right? Um, so that's a truism. And Rylance is indebted to the Don, and the, that's my word, not not theirs. But uh, for, but we, I knew... It's the Irish... It's the Irish mob. So yeah, okay. I don't know what the Don version of the Irish mob is, but they're an Irish gang. So um, in Chicago. So he is indebted to him for giving him his first shot when he arrived from England. So he allows him to do this. And the umbrella group of gangsters that make up the fraternity of those that are willing to shoot anyone who gets in their way is the only way I can look at it, sends this message that there's a rat in the group. And whenever the doubt of a rat in a group, everybody starts doubting each other, even those mm -hmm. that are, you know, your blood relatives, et cetera. So distrust and destruction take place. And Leonard, you know, Mark Rylance, my true love, I really, I mean, will the man have lunch with me? Anyway, he's desperately <laughs> trying to stay in front of it all and to control the outcome, which I think is so critical to how it all ends up. Uh, which anyone knows is just not a great place to be when you're with thugs, you know? So, so that's the, the plot to lay out, but what say you tell me what you thought? Was it what you thought? I just, Oh, I knew away. nothing about this going into it. I knew okay, absolutely yeah. nothing going into the movie. Um, it, it's well done. It's, it's really a play. Um, I, well, that, yeah, that's filmed. Um, you know, it all takes place in, in one, one shop they never leave you know it's always people coming in and out um it has it, it encapsulates chicago at the time because of the gangs and the gang violence and i think you get a good look as to like well that's actually why they chose to when he wrote it they chose chicago because this is exactly what was playing out in, the, in yeah and there's time. a there's a good long history um that that's true about the the black gangs gangs quote unquote um within chicago that always ran their own numbers racket they always did their own gambling amongst themselves and once they finally started making real money that's when capone wanted to get involved that's when the irish started taking notice and it suddenly became an issue within chicago and so that's kind of the background of what's happening within this movie and it's really interesting and it's really fascinating i think it would work better as a play um, I, I just think there's ever you're you're on tender hooks. The suspense is really well done. I think live in theater, you would feel that tension really, really well. I think it did a good job translating on screen. Oh my god, I did too. Yeah, you're 
you you feel the fact that you're just in this shop and well, part of that you're, i think is you're, good you're for them for making a movie during covid right but you're well they did well the movie was postponed and it's making i should state here that one of my dearest friends if not my dearest friend chris wasserstein her son scoop wasserstein is one of the producers on the film so i do want to make that statement but i also will say I have had other friends <laughs> who have been involved in films, and if I don't love them, I, I don't do a negative review. But if I don't love it, I don't review it. So I, you know, I, you know, but I thought the same thing you did until the end. I think that ending needs a film ending, and so I think that's why I'm not sure it does work as well in a play because you really the ending is strong and. It's almost like, wow, you know, it just brings it all together in a very strong, powerful way that leaves you as if you, you know, the ending That's mattered. interesting. I didn't think it quite, the ending quite earned the movie. Really? Personally. Yeah. I, you know, the whole time you're questioning why is he doing what he's doing? Because Mark Rylance's character is very devious, right? He's, you don't know whose side he's on or why he's on whatever side he's on until the very end. Um, and I'm not going to give away what the answer is to that. I had a lot of theories going through my head, of course, as I was watching it. And I, I was a little let down that his, his past was what they said it was rather than maybe something a little more interesting with the history between the English and the Irish. That they don't. See, really yeah. I, yeah. I thought, I thought it was amazing and very personal and the thing about it is, and this is where, as an American, I recognize it's a mistake I make over and over again not having anything to do with this film, and that is we make a judgment that we think we know someone on very little information. So through the whole film, I felt like I knew that this guy was on the side of protecting the woman who he'd you know known in the neighborhood forever, mm -hmm. and I felt he was on the side of good, and I felt that he had had a terribly difficult painful life and i figured like his family died in the holocaust or something i mean i you know i just didn't i just and then you realize that he's much more complex than that well that was my problem yeah. was that i didn't think he was that more complex oh than that. i and i I, I, I wanted him to be more but it did remind me a lot of rope have you seen rope yes um rope's not a great film uh, not that this isn't a great film this is a good this is a really yeah. good film and the performances in this are actually much better than that. Rope was a play. Uh, and Hitchcock made Rope because he wanted to challenge himself and see if he could make a movie in one shot, right? So at the end of every reel, every film reel, they push into somebody's back, they change the film reel, and then they pull back out and it's the rest of the film. Interesting, um, yeah. And this, this felt like, can we do this? Can we make this movie in this one room? Can we make it suspenseful? Can we keep you guessing the whole way through? And yeah. I think they did that. Uh, and I, I found it really enjoyable. And Mark, I could watch, you know, you, you know, <laughs> I would watch Mark Rylance paint a room. I would pay money to do that. Um, I know I'm you know how you, I always say, you know, I, I would be happy to listen to them read the dictionary. I would be happy to watch him read the dictionary to himself. But kudos to you, to everybody involved in this project. And a couple of interesting things. They did have to postpone making it. They started making it, I believe, in March 2021 in England. And it took two months, so it's, we're not talking about a high-budget film also, which is good. It's taken in about $3 million so far, um, and then they launched it in Berlin. And it was launched a little late. They'd hoped to get it out earlier, but it did get picked up. Um, and I, I, you know, again, what an incredible group they put together to do it. So kudos to everybody. Awesome. 
Um, and now, which of course is our lead in to, Indeed. <laughs> I know, right? You, it's like, it's like, okay, I just have to take a minute. We have to move from the, from the outfit to the offer. And the offer is also based on fact, not, and not so loosely. I did a ton of homework around this cause you know, I care. And the, the Godfather, you know, at pretty much every list that came out after, you know, t 2000 arrived, the Godfather was one, two, or three in the list mm -hmm. of the best films of the of the past hundred years. Okay, I had no idea, and I remember when it came out. I mean, I remember the lines, days long. You bought your tickets days before. Um, I didn't know all this stuff was going on behind the scenes, including the mafia trying to make sure it did get made. Did you know any of that? I I think there's a lot of license taken in this show. Well, did you do your, did you do some homework around that? Yeah, because of, I, did, of, I did quite a lot of homework. There's, yeah. there's Ruddy's version of events and then there's kind of everyone else's version of events. Well, but the homework that he did to put it together, I thought was, it's worth, it's worth noting, you know, I mean, I read a couple of pretty strong articles that talk about, you know, he, he interviewed a lot of people. He did a lot of homework, but even if it's not all perfectly accurate, even if Sinatra didn't say, you know, you can't make this movie, you know, I mean, I, even if there was never any altercations right like that, it never occurred to me that those conversations were taking place anywhere. And clearly they were. Sure. So, I mean, I, I think there's, there's definitely the fact that like it, the book itself, not a great portrayal of Italian Americans. Um, I, you know, I was just reading an interview with, with someone who was around during those days. And they said, you know, did Ruddy's Ruddy's back window get shot out by a mobster and it's like well if you ask Ruddy it did um <laughs> so obviously a lot of things have been heightened uh Coppola doesn't even remember already being on set during the movie and in the show it's very much well he wasn't he, he actually was having personal issues and disappeared for a while but right so yeah, I mean yeah but there's quite a lot of liberties taken I think in in the portrayal of the story that and that may be so but as you're watching it what's believable is that there was a boatload of stuff going on. They were running out of money. You know, they, nobody wanted Pacino, you know, it was like, there was a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. Cause I'm watching this show and it's fascinating to me because this is what I do every day. By right? the way, I was and just going to say, you picked this and I, the I minute did. I started watching it. I was like, okay, I know why she's picking it. Yeah. I mean, the, you, you look at Juno Temple's character. That's kind of what I do every day. Right. That's, that's my job. Um, and so it's fascinating to me, but I'm watching this going, does anybody else care about this? <laughs> like the stakes are the movie. The stakes are, first of all, if, if, you, if you don't know what the movie's going to end up being, I don't think the show works at all, right? If you don't know that oh, it's one no, of the greatest who, films ever made. But who's going to see this show that doesn't know? Sure, I mean, just, but, you know, but that's, that's what like, I mean, that's though. Like it's like saying any movie about Christmas, well, if you don't know about Santa, you're not going to like the movie. I mean, The Godfather is seen by pretty much any grown-up in America at sure, some point the in their life. Sure, but the stakes of the show are a movie getting made, right? No, not and, a movie. The greatest movie ever made to sure, many, many but people. at the end of the day, it's still a movie, right? It's not people's lives at stake. It's not, you know, uh, kids with cancer, Right. This and this is what I say every day in my job when people take things too seriously. I'm like, there's no kids with cancer here. Right. Well, We're making I, television. I say We're that making my, movies. I say that in my work, too. But but I, I do think 
I think they heighten that because it's the Godfather, it matters. By the way, let's put it this way. If the if this series, and it's 10 episodes, which I think is probably Long. too many. I know, exactly. I haven't seen them all, but I agree. Okay, it's too many episodes. But if you were going to make this kind of series about the making of any other movie, it wouldn't be what it's going to be because no other movie had the power that the Godfather had over the last 40 years. So I don't think that's true. I think you could absolutely make this series about The Wizard of Oz. Because The Wizard of Oz has an unbelievable history. They went through like 10 directors on that movie while they were shooting. Well, but you're, and you're general, but, but nobody has ever said that was the best movie ever made. But the, the Wizard of Oz changed film for all time and introduced Technicolor. Yeah. To, so people to in the, yeah, people in the industry cared, but Americans, this movie changed everything for Americans. Is that true? <laughs> Yeah, you weren't what there. What did it change? You know, again, this is your of course millennial. I wasn't there. Yeah, what? <laughs> of course I wasn't there. I wasn't born yet. <laughs> I know exactly. Well, I was, and I can tell you that. First of all, um, that Italian Americans and the mafia. The mafia was this, you know, sort of scary, scary thing that nobody ever talked about, but they knew existed, and. You know, when it came out, everyone saw this movie and everyone talked about this movie. And then they went and saw it again. And then when it came out in VH, you know, in, in, in tape, they bought it. I mean, I think it was one of the biggest selling opening movies ever sold. It's not the same as The Wizard of Oz, which, you know. Yeah, pe- but it, yeah, wait, it is the same wait. as Star Wars, though. Well, let, let me finish. Not the same of The Wizard of Oz because... The Wizard of Oz, when I watched it, when, you know, when Sarah, uh, you know, who's your age, was was five or maybe probably too early, which probably was when she was five. I didn't watch it because I couldn't wait to see it again. I watched it because it was a film I thought she'd enjoy as a young child. People don't watch The Wizard of Oz after their childhood is over unless they have children. The Godfather is iconic. It's taught in colleges. It's taught in film. The making of it, Coppola, the, you know, the fact that they made four other ones and that the second one people considered might be as good as the first. I mean, this is unheard of in cinema. Unheard of. I I think you're completely wrong. They teach The Wizard of Oz just as much as they teach The Godfather in film school. I don't. don't, They have to. Well, by the way, for five years, I looked at every course being taught at NYU Film School, which is one of the top ones, and The Wizard of Oz was never there, but The Godfather was there every year. I promise you they talked about The Wizard of Oz. They could talk about it. They didn't teach a course on it. No, but you don't teach a course on any one movie. They do. They teach a course on The Godfather. They do. I find that very hard to believe. <laughs> um, All right. Well, I'm going to send you, I'm, I'm going to have you take it, but anyway, maybe it's a generational thing again. You know, maybe our argument here is also that uh, you know, I'm, I'm of the generation when it came out, I remember how big it was and you weren't there. So by the way, I yeah. love the Godfather. I, I I'm think sure you do. Yeah. A, an incredible movie. I think the second one is absolutely amazing. The third one is the third one. Um, <laughs> I actually, I don't even remember ever seeing the third one, but here's the thing. When, by the time you watched The Godfather, first of all, you were older, but secondly, the mafia itself was not the enigma that it was in the 70s when it came, this, you know, 60s, 70s, it wasn't. No, and that's, that's true. Absolutely. So, so, but like, so when it, so when it launched it to my generation, it was, it was game changing. It was huge. 
huge. But it's not like there hadn't been other movies about the mafia. No, I the, mean, no, there were gangster. No, there weren't movies about the mafia. There were movies about gangsters, but it wasn't based on a culture. It, you didn't go back to Italy, and it wasn't. And the thing that this show does very well is shows that it's not just showing people shooting people. It shows their real lives behind it. What, and that one of the one things had not been done. The show does do well is tell you why the yeah. Godfather is important, and and, and was, I don't. That's, that was the I first time. I don't disagree time. with any of that. I just, I don't know that the show is good. Well, I, I don't. Oh, oh, I, I think the show. I don't know if the show's good or not. Here's what I know. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, here, that, I, don't I don't know, know if the, the show yeah. is good. I think Giovanni Ribisi is the best part of the show, um, as he tends to be. It's also uh, hard to follow. There's too many things happening in every scene. There are too many people. I don't know who they are. But here's the thing. I don't think the show has to be good or bad. I think the people who feel strongly about The Godfather, of which there are a large portion in yeah. America today, especially this older generation that I sit in, those people will watch it. Are they watching it, though? I don't, I don't know that Paramount they know. It's on Paramount Plus. Yeah, Do but they it's have on Paramount, Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus doesn't have... The list, the watcher, they don't have the viewers yet. When it, 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 you'll, we won't know how well it does until it gets out into mainstream streaming, which I realize is it going now, to be on mainstream streaming. It, eventually, it will be sure. They didn't. They're I, not. Doing, I don't know that that's how it works. I don't well, know that it's eventually going to be out elsewhere. I don't think that's necessarily how it has worked. But in the future, in three to five years from now, this series will be in mainstream streaming, which might would be Netflix or you think Apple. People are going to watch it then. Yeah, I do. I think my generation will. Yeah. Everybody I've told about it, everybody I've told about it has gone to Paramount to sign up because of their feelings about The Godfather. They're going to watch it because of that. I think they're going to be really disappointed by this show. I mean, Justin Chambers showing up to play Marlon Brando, I was like, this is who you cast? Yeah, and I understand. The guy from Grey's Anatomy? I understand why you feel that way, but again, I'm not sure you have the commitment to the original film that other many other people have. Well, I have a degree in film, so I think that's crap. Okay. Well, I my I literally studied film for four years, and I I dedicated my entire life to being a feature executive. I well, love then, the Godfather. Then, then I you've love to do a little film. more homework about what the Godfather did to America when it came out. I I just. I think if that's your argument, then we need shows on Star Wars and maybe, you know, by we the way, need don't you shows think if, on if if stars if Star Wars had such a illustrious, colorful behind the scenes during it does. A, well then then maybe they should, you know. You and know, by the way, you know the opening for the 20th Century Fox logo, the bump but maybe it will. I mean, I don't know whether it will or not. The second but... half of that didn't exist before Star Wars. John Williams literally created it for Star Wars, and now it's a part of every movie that 20th Century Fox releases. There was okay. a very long, interesting storied history there. But well, I don't, I don't think say, the show it's is not great. the same thing as mafia people saying, I will kill you if you make this film. That's but not Star Wars changed thing. American culture forever. It also changed how we watch movies. It changed how we make movies. It changed what people found to be appetizing at the theater. I I agree that The Godfather is a phenomenal film. I'm never going to disagree with that. I'm never going to I but I think I think it's a movie about the making of The Godfather. I don't think you need 10 episodes. I think oh, By the way, I agree heightened... on that. It's way too long. But we you look we And they've heightened it. so much of this story that didn't actually happen. I, these guys hated each other. I mean, Al Ruddy uh 
and Francis Ford Coppola and Bob Evans, like had as little contact with each other as humanly possible. They hated each other. And Al Ruddy is seen as like the hero of the day, even though he never showed up on set. It's like, it doesn't, you're making a show to be entertaining. You're not making a show to be representative of how this movie got made. I think we beat this horse to the ground. We can disagree on this. I think that the reason people will watch this is because of what The Godfather was, which is unlike any other film in in my lifetime that came out. That's what I yeah, think. Yeah, but I, what I'm saying is that I don't think this is the show that actually tells you that story. I think this is a show that tells you what they think you want to see. And And that's why I think it will be watched. So, all right. All right. Yeah. Uh, again, we can move on because, uh, you know, we, do, we can agree to disagree. But but here's the thing. The other thing in this is, again, I told you I had trouble following it all. And some of the and I don't know if this is true for anyone else. And I, you know, maybe I'm going deaf, but sometimes in stuff I have to turn I have to turn subtitles on now because I can't follow all the is that Giovanni Ribisi is hard to understand in this he mumbles is that what it is but but also I'm seeing it in other things too where it's like is that because it's meant for the big screen and you would hear it I mean I don't understand I don't know I'm having that issue on some things too um I think it's also I I wonder what it's mixed for right on because if it's if you're if you're in a sound mixing booth and you're hearing it on DHX around you, that's going to translate differently to the sound right. bar on your television. Right. So I, I just don't know where it comes from, but I will say regardless of whether or not I can understand him, he's the best part of the show. <laughs> now, the other thing I wanted to ask you what you thought is I feel like this is, is it a docudrama? I'm not even really sure it really is that even, but don't you think it should have been a documentary, a real one, rather than this? Yes. Yes. And, and if it had been a documentary, if they'd really gone, I don't know if they have the footage they to might, do it. Maybe they, they did. Well, I will tell you, Coppola has talked on this subject ad nauseum. Ruddy did too during his time. So did Evans. I mean, they made the greatest film ever made. They all talked about it a lot. Um, so I think, I'm sure, A, there are uh documentaries out there about the making of the godfather uh but even like coppola still asked about it today he talks about it all the time um it was it created his career so you know now are you gonna watch all will you watch all 10 episodes um i don't know i mean it's interesting there's quite a few things recently that i have stopped watching i didn't finish the dropout um i and i did you did um I, I haven't finished a lot of things recently. I don't know if this will continue to hold my attention. I felt like this last episode, the dinner scene was just weird. I didn't understand. I was like, are they having, are they supposed to be having dinner in character? Like what is happening here? Why is it? This is so weird. Like Wait, why what, not what episode show- are you in? I think you're ahead of me. Oh, it's a, the latest episode dropped yesterday okay, and they okay. get all the Corleones yeah. together for dinner. Okay. Um, and it's all in character and it's really bizarre. Are they eating pasta? Just tell me they're, with tomato they're, sauce. I think they're eating eggplant parmesan. Okay. Um, there you go. Which like it's fine. It's not but my fiance and I both looked at each other because there's no like uh Francis Ford Coppola, like he's like, I'm so excited and I wanted to get us all together and like you guys are the family of this movie, and like he's so excited it's finally happening, right? And Miles Teller's also there as Al Ruddy, and then the rest of them are the characters that they're playing. And they're immediately in character. And it's like, 
there wasn't a conversation about it. There was, there's nothing to cue that like, this is what's happening. Like you think it's going to be, but like immediately Brando takes the seat at the head of the table and his wife takes her seat at the other end. And like somebody gets up to serve and he's like, no, your mother first. And it's like, (laughs) everyone's now in character. And it's like, it just made me sad because it's just not the Godfather. Yeah, and the yeah. none of these actors are the iconic actors that are in the movie and it's just trying to be and it's not <laughs> okay well i'm gonna ask you in a couple weeks whether you're still watching it but, um, Great. but i don't but know what my answer is gonna be it was fun i'm you know i'm glad you picked it because it was fun i was like what the hell is it's going a fun on here? show you're yeah, gonna enjoy yeah. watching it it's just i just don't know if it's good yeah so we had a big week of o's two o's we had a big, big week o's. of mafia well, it's a weird we, mafia week. Wait, you started this whole thing by saying we're not allowed to use that word. No, it's in the in the Godfather, <laughs> apparently they removed the word yes. mafia yeah. at the request of the mafia. <laughs> so somebody make that make sense to me. I don't get it, but um, yeah, well, but if you lived during those times, you would know that the mafia was a very dirty word, yeah. and everybody who was Italian, it was assumed that they had some sort of connection to the mm. mafia. And so that's why well, I'm glad we've moved past those times in yeah, our well, very limited right, purview like, as Americans. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, have a great week. So any, we'll have to talk about what we're going to do next week, but yeah. this was really great. And it's so funny that they fit together in a way. I didn't know they I would. know. I didn't anticipate that. I know. But hey, well, done. We go. well done. Okay. See you later. Bye guys. <laughs>